SoccerChronicle.com informa Los Cachirules, el podcast con más garra, pasión y picardía que hasta el equipo de todos. Y ahora con ustedes, Los Cachirules. All right, so this is Los Cachirules, uh, special post-game edition. My name is John Jagu. We got uh, another cast of characters on us with us tonight. First of all, from uh, Long Beach. It's not Long Beach. It's Orange County. Good luck. I keep getting y'all too confused. Uh, Santos fan, a Norteño. I'm sure he was happy with that you guys were sold tonight. Daniel Pesela, how are you? How about you just say I'm from San Diego? San Diego. Okay, from so San Diego. So this is like San Diego. I think that'll be easier for you to remember. So the actual city of Escondido. Oh, you got deported from Long Beach? Hey, at least I got the state. I was never in Long Beach, actually. I was in Southgate, which nobody well, knew about. Well, I think it's uh, Juan that lives in Long Beach. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. No, I, should, I should do better. I apologize. No, no, you're good, man. All right, fair. Then we have from Arizona. Fernando Regino, how are you, sir? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking Even though Tigres won the night, you're okay. You're not. We don't have to like talk you off the ledge. It, the whiskey man is helping out, oh, but you, you know what? There's still 90 minutes more left. Brown is brown liquor. I understand. Over at South Austin, we have Albert Kappa. Good evening, sir. Hey, what's up? Did you enjoy the game tonight, Albert? Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty entertaining. It was entertaining. Yeah. Just want to watch. And up in Philadelphia, Ronnie DeLuna, sir, how are you? I'm doing good. Doing real good. Yeah, how's the weather up there? Is it chilly, snow? Uh, actually, it's, uh, it's in the high 50s, low 60s. Well, that's kind of unusual, isn't it? Yeah. It's actually going to be a record, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. Well, there you go. I'm not sure what that is. Anyway, so first uh, first leg of the final here between Tigres and Pumas in La Batalla Felina. And Tigres, as expected, won and I mean, resoundingly 3 0 with goals from Virginia and Aquino and Rafael Sobis. 3 0's final score. I don't think anyone. Uh, has any expectation that that, that Pumas is going to come back because they're just not built to come back in three. So I think it's uh, about 95% done that this is, uh, final is final. Uh, Daniel, what are your what are your initial thoughts about the game? I actually missed the first half, unfortunately, but the second half um, didn't look like Pumas really had much. Um, unfortunately, I, I, I think they, uh, I just think they looked vastly um, inferior to, to, to Tigres from what I saw. Aquino was, was kind of just running rampant. Um, also, besides that, um, I think uh, Pumas is kind of done and dusted, actually. I, was, I think they, they were, their chances to keep it 
keep it close, um, but they weren't able to do that. The, sure, the soft penalty, I don't think it would have changed the result. Um, maybe the, the scoreline would have been different, but I think the result would have been the same either way. Yeah, you're probably right. I was, I mean, I know we'll probably get into the pen a little bit later, but I mean, I, you know, it, it's not a matter of whether the penalty or not, it's, whether, it's what the ref sees. And if the ref sees contact, then chances are he's going to call it. And if, and if you know that, then why would you put yourself in the anyway, So, we'll discuss that a little bit later. Looks like we have uh, Juan from Long Beach has just joined us. How's it going, Juan? On it. He may be driving. He's in the car. He's on his hey, way to the office. All right, Juan. Well, what we just uh... what's going on, man? I'm I'm reporting live from the streets of Long Beach. <laughs> <laughs> all the all the digging the south. The war zone over here, man. Dude, these guys, man, I don't know. They all came out with boots and yellow shirts and Rob Schneider masks. It's crazy madness. <laughs> Are people really out there? Are you... Uh, nah, dude. I, it, I, I think it's just everybody driving home <laughs> from I work. Texas is more. Of... <laughs> I was gonna say, I was like, man, I'm like, because uh, I remember how it used to be, how you used to get in uh, Huntington Park, not for uh, a Liga MX game, but for Mexico games uh, or a Laker victory or a Dodger victory. Um, the, um, Full on riots every single time. Or, a lot of a lot of fun. Or a Walmart sale, right? Old Walmart Walmart sale, yeah, that's too. Or the SWAT meet. Fernando, what was your you uh, what was your thought about the game? Uh, well, I catched the second half, and um, uh, I thought that when Ludueña came in, things might improve. But the midfield for Pumas was just horrible. They yeah, couldn't they couldn't maintain possession or even get possession. They, they, like I remember this one ball where Ludueña was able to get the ball and pass it to some guy. I think his name was uh, uh, a Besta or Acosta. I don't remember. And like after that, it was like a hole Besta. in the midfield. No, <laughs> Alcoa. I'm sorry, Alcoa. And uh, Alcoa, yeah. And like there was a hole in the midfield. He was all by himself on the left side, and nobody there to support him. He just ran into two Tigres defenders. That was like the perfect example of what happened tonight. At least what I saw, that it was just, they couldn't come back. And yeah, they, they're, not, they're not built to play like that, so it's going to be hard. Albert. Hey, I, I thought, I mean, I thought the beginning was sort of interesting. Uh, Tigres had, was on the attack. They were, they were getting shots, not necessarily on goal, but they were attacking and making opportunities. Uh, what I what I did see, and I don't think I think there were a couple of them, one of them before the penalty, but then a couple couple more opportunities after that Pumas had, one with uh, Britos off a header that almost went over, um, another one where he was coming on the left flank and then passed it, he beat his defender, passed it in the middle, and uh, the portero got in the way and blocked it. If not, it would have been a goal. Uh, but that penalty sort of, I, mean, I don't know if it necessarily took the air out of him. And it was sort of a flop, sort of a light foul. Uh, but yeah, after that happened, it was pretty much done. And they didn't defend real well after that as well. I'm watching Picante and uh, uh, Vasquez is on there, and he said, "Ni, ni atacamos ni defendimos." <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, Same pretty much everything. The second game in a row, they played just terrible. Yeah. Ron, did you get to watch the whole 90 minutes? Did you savor it? I watched most of it. Uh, two uh, things that two uh, two things that stand out. Um, one was uh, Dam. Dam had a good game, but and and just and he was injured. I mean, he was you know basically lagging a little uh, injury. And I'm thinking, damn, just imagine if he would have been at full strength. Because I mean, he he was really uh, he was good tonight. Um, I think and I, I think. Vasquez is going to have to reconsider how playoff games are played. You know, um, there was a soundbite that he, that, you know, from last week uh, after the America game where he basically was kind of uh, criticizing the the media, saying that, you know, you know these are the way these games, you know, playoffs are, are played. And I read a tweet, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's from uh, uh, David Falkelson that said that, you know, he needs to reconsider that. Um, because I just, I mean, I understand that man for man and, and, and depth wise, Tigres is a superior team, but I mean, it's not like, it's not like Pumas are a bunch of pushovers either. And I, I just, I just felt that, you know, what else do you have to lose? I mean, you know, I mean, I, I, I just, I think they could have, they could have tried to, to, to take the initiative. Although I know that they're a better vertical and I've, you know, I've, I've seen the stats, I've seen, you know, you know that Pumas likes to basically, you know, the least amount of passes, and then and 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 and, and take it up, you know, upfield and stuff like that. But they had to mix it up, man. They've just they've just played like crap the entire playoffs. Ritos was the only guy pretty much doing everything. There's no other yeah. midfielder. And yeah. It's just all along. You know, it's a shame, and he was the guy that didn't play uh, in the second leg against America. They had to put him back on the field. After 25 minutes, but you know, it's a shame for me to see a team like Pumas. Obviously, had a really good tournament. They ended up leading the whole thing. They made it to the final, which is not, uh, sadly, these days not uh, something that happens with frequency for the number one seed. But hey, excuse me, hey Juan, excuse me, uh, can you get Juan to mute the uh, his car? Cool. All right. Sorry about that, John. Yeah, as I was saying, it's um, but 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 to to have them have no momentum going into these games, and then to to play their their worst their two worst games of the year at at the absolute worst times. But I think it has a lot to do with what you said, Ronnie, on how the way that he, that he's that he plans it. If if you've been playing one way for an entire season, and it's worked well for you, and you've gone up against teams that may have more offensive punch than, than you do, etc. And you've done well against them in your style, why would you change that? I, I guess I guess that that's what I don't understand. I mean if, if it's worked for you and it, it just and it keeps working for you. It's sort of like uh, like the way I was saying Vignac, um, his opportunities for, for goal were like during the regular season he would just score golasso after golasso from even outside the box and everything. And that's how Pum was, was has been playing. And I know I posted, uh, or I've been checking out the link, and I posted on the blog about uh, uh, Martin's um, video analysis with the stats and everything. Right. Pumas has a, just their percentage for scoring um, goals with a few amount of even shots on goal has been 
pretty good. Well, and they've been incredibly efficient, but that's, I mean, that's... It just didn't work out for them. So yeah. like when, when you rely just on maybe seven shots on goal per game, you don't capitalize on them, then you're screwed. Yeah, and, and Antigonus has the... Antigonus had like 17 or something, 20. Well, they have the best defense in the, in the league. I think Pumas was second best. But Pumas has also given up six goals in two games, in, in two you know, late-round playoff games. That's, that's not good. And you know, it just kind of makes you wonder you know, how easy it would have been for Amerika to, to beat them if they would have been a full strength in both games. Actually, uh, makes it even worse. They couldn't beat the Pumas? Oh, my God. Now, hey, now. You know, they're... They're still a good team. You don't have to. You don't have to be. Mean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, like if the, if I, I don't know. I'm just saying that they should have won one, but they couldn't make it. It's just they weren't good enough. Well, That's the reality is, is that, is that Tigres is a much much better team, and Duca's the kind of coach where, you know, maybe one of the reasons why Pumas was so efficient at scoring goals with the shots that they had is because the majority of them were on counterattacks. Where they'd have you know two on ones, one on ones with a keeper, whatever it is, where you know they were firing at an open net most of the time. So you're going to score a lot of those goals. But you know, Tigres is the kind of team. You know, Tuca's not going to take any chances. They're not going to have any you know players not covering their responsibilities. Well, today at the at the second uh, half, you know, they were pushing up in numbers. That was actually uh, surprising, to be honest with you. They were, and and Tigres was, but you but you saw how fast uh, Tigres would would get it going the other. I mean, they were just drawing them in. I mean, Tigres, Tigres, even if Pumas was was attacking there uh, in the in the final third, Tigres was much closer to the fourth than than Pumas was to their first. Even even with having no possession. No, oh, that's true. No, yeah, and I just thought that. That to me, that I thought it was a little bit cocky on their side. You know, at those one point where they were uh, attacking with, you know, four players in the front, I was like, wow, and they were already ahead by three. And obviously, you know, that was on a counter attack. That was impressive. At one point, Tigres is also a lot more level-headed team. Even though I was looking at the stats on Picante, and Tigres fouled a lot more than Pumas did. Although Pumas had four yellow cards, I believe, um, but you know they put them in. They didn't put themselves. Tigres didn't put themselves in any situation to get. I guess they didn't get any cards, to, much less a red card. Do you guys think Whereas, that's, um, the big difference between Pumas and and America is just the whole discipline factor? Because I mean, I think talent-wise they're pretty level. Um, because, yeah, you start thinking if it wasn't for those red cards, um, you probably think uh, Medica probably might would have would have pulled it out. Oh, I don't think there's – I mean, um, there's – I mean, it wouldn't have been 3-0 in the first leg, that's for sure. Um, so, I mean, the chances were pretty high that Medica – I mean, Medica just is a, is a matchup nightmare for, for Pumas. They it, – it, it, Pumas does not do well with teams that have very decent midfields because of the fact that their midfield is so terrible and that's why their wingers are the most important guys because they're the ones that really generate the offense. So, 
I mean, uh, American teams that have are very strong in the middle are very hard for Puma, at least this edition of Pumas. So I think that, yeah, there, there's no question that Anka would have probably in the end. Well, I mean, it wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have played out the way it did. I'm not saying they would have won, but. The other thought it is. very hard uh, for Pumas to, to beat them, for sure. The other thought is, you know how in games when a ref makes a mistake and then they try to compensate for it later on? <laughs> well, the refs may have made a mistake in two series, and maybe they're compensating this final in the final. Are you pulling out the Ronnie card? <laughs> yeah, that's the Ronnie. That's the Ronnie you know, card. Yeah. <laughs> but, but again, my thing is, is it? Oh, so it's right. So it's true now. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying that's a scenario. That's a positive. That's. I mean, you know, I'm not even saying that's true because that would be pure corruption on the part of the, <laughs> the refing and stuff. But. Um, I think didn't Howell uh, uh, say something to that effect? Kind of thinking that it was already predetermined to give uh, Tuca the the championship uh, because of the what he did with El Tri or something like that. Yeah, actually he did. Yeah. So there are uh, some of us who who do think, uh, well, who do believe in conspiracies. Well, you know, it's like quiz show. It's uh, when the guys explain to Congress, hey, you know, we're not, you know, we're entertainers. We're not. You know, we don't necessarily have to deal in the truth. What, do you guys agree that that the approach they you think they could have done with a different gone with a different approach to get a, maybe a better uh, outcome? Pumas. Yeah. I just don't know what a, what an approach they would have tried. I mean, uh, you know, they're, they're a team that kind of absorbs and counterattacks and. That's kind of what was happening. I mean, I know that they had the you know the early penalty, but Ludueña isn't fit for uh, more time than what he played, is he? He's not fit for ninety minutes, is he? No. I think they're going to start him though. I'll be surprised if they don't. Seeing as that they're kind of obligated yeah, to, to, to yeah to get yeah, goals. He does, he does make to. a difference though. It's it's a uh, it's a shame that he can't go the 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 full game because he his passing is still really spot on. Man, his uh, when he was at Decos, he was really fun to watch. He was, I think, at that time, easily the the best foreign player in Mexico when he when he first came out with Decos. And I think that's like one of the differences. I was watching uh, one of the counterattacks with Tigres, and, and it's like uh, as accurate as Ludoñez with his passing. It seems like everybody on Tigres passes that accurately. They were pinned back um, in their own end, and they. Just really cleverly, just uh, poked the ball uh, a couple times and then just went off, uh, went for the races. Uh, they're really fun to watch on the on the counters, man. They they are really just, you know, that's how surgeon like. When Tuca had him again, uh, Mexico with in those first friendlies, that's exactly how he played Argentina, and it worked great until Moises slipped and they scored that. That, that first goal. Yeah, but they, their, their counterattacks have been great. You know, Pumas's counterattacks have been good too, but I think you're right, though. Just the, the level of talent that Digitas has is, is impressive. Very impressive. And uh, Ronnie was right that, uh, that Jurgen Dam had a great game, and he's at maybe 70, 75% of, of what he's at least physically capable of. And Aquino had a great game too. I mean, it's uh, Digitas has been a good fit for him. Uh, all their players are coming together right at the, at the exact perfect moment. You know, it's interesting to me see how Tuca uses his 
outside midfielders and then the the wing backs behind them where the outside midfielders those guys are the guys that are going to go up and forth and and you know provide the service or cut in or whatever and the the other guys are there just mainly for you know support to swing the ball around or you know they're rarely asked to to be the guy that that goes down to the end, to end lines and crosses and it, it seems to really work for them and it just you know it's, it's something that I'd like to see other teams do, and I think that's especially I'd like to see Mexico do because, you know, we take a lot of chances sending those wingers down like that. But anyway. Well, Picolin well, played pretty good. Who's that? Picolin played pretty good. Yeah. Ronnie, would you have something to say? No, uh, I started to to see, um, well, changing subjects a little bit, uh, I, was, I noticed that the America signed their first... Uh, uh, player in the offseason, you know, uh, what is it? The guy, the, I think he was with the uh, Gallos Blancos. Is it Uruguayan, right? Uh, oh, is that uh, Willan? Willan? Uh, yeah, to w- America? W- yeah, Willan Basilva or something like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So apparently, apparently he had some history, or I think uh, he, what's his name, Ambris uh, coached him before. So maybe I'm thinking, I'm thinking that. Uh, is he a defender? Uh, uh, I th- I think he's more of a defensive midfielder if I recall. I mean, I, I don't remember watching him. I mean, I didn't watch him play too many games, but if I re- but, I mean, I do remember. Well, that makes more sense. I mean, they they need somebody to replace Wemis. Like, yeah, well, that and the the and I and I think uh, I think that uh, may, perhaps not this off season. And I I mean I think you're going to see this mostly in the summer. Uh, but I, I, I see um, I see a lot of players from America not being there come come May June of next year. I well, think is going to get to choose his own guys, right? Well, I, I hope so. I, I truly hope so because I mean I, I mean honestly, I'm and I've been saying this for a while now. I said I'm tired of Arroyo. I'm tired of Darwin. I think they're just too inconsistent, and even Sapio. They're just too too damn inconsistent. I mean, they have something I like they have one good game and then they go three four. They're just you know too inconsistent. They're like sometimes it it just seems like they're too too selfish, you know. And I mean, I know they always say that you want the players you know that are selfish, but it's like it's like just sometimes they just they, they don't make the right pass. They don't you know, and it's in critical times, you know. I just I just I don't know for some reason they just don't convince me. Well, they, you know, it's going to be at the cost of Querétaro. They're dismantling that poor team, man. Maybe you should see if uh, Ricardo can, you know, take a meeting with you and y'all can sit down and hash it out. I'll fucking talk to him. I'll fucking set that fucker straight. <laughs> 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 no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, but uh, I was actually thinking because uh, I got this got me thinking with uh, with uh, Carlos Peña El Guli. No, don't mm-hmm. don't go thinking now. No, no. This guy, this has me thinking because apparently, 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 this uh, he's you know he said something about uh, you know I guess he through his uh, agent that he had to go over there and he was crying. Apparently, he didn't want to go. Uh, but you know, this has me thinking. If 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 Chivas ends up getting relegated, I think that's the end of Chivas as we know it. Because uh, one of the problems that Chivas is having right now is getting Mexican players because they're, they're – uh, Almeida even said it – is that Chivas is paying super inflated prices because of the Mexican market. 
So if the, if Chivas does go into the second division, I mean, and Liga Ascenso, they have Liga Ascenso has foreign players. They're still going to be paying elevated prices even in the lower league in the Ascenso. So it's going to be good for Mexican football that they go down. Well, I'm saying I'm saying is that Necaxa has struggled, Atlante has struggled, you know. For the longest time, you know, Leon struggled, and Leon had a uh, they had a good ownership uh, a group for a while. I mean, it, it took it, it took you know, it basically took Carlos Slim money to, to to get back in there, but they still had a good you know they had a good ownership group before. I would trade Chivas for Lecaxa. They have a better history anyway. I don't think Chivas is going to descend. Yet. I think that it's going to be close. Do you guys think uh, the the fact that a lot of the, the the better players are in Europe is hurting Chivas? Kind of like thinning out the top of the of the pool. You mean it, whereas where they used to have the money to buy those guys themselves and keep them, yeah. Yeah. I think. Uh, well, yeah, obviously because you know the less you know the less merchandise there is in the market, it's a supply and demand thing. You know, there's there's less supply; they have more demand. Yeah, that's going to be an issue for them, absolutely. Which is why I thought you know back. You know, three or four years ago, maybe even five years ago, that the uh, their plan of, of build, building players and you know from within seemed to be working really well for them. Like I guess right right around around the Chicharito time, and then a couple of years after that, they had some very talented young players, and they've just fallen apart. They're just there's nothing there, and I, and then then like they would have to get. Players and they got like Luis and Nesto Perez and just these awful, awful, you know, has been. So it's like, God, what were you guys? I guess, but that's all they could. That's all he wants to spend on. So I think it's really a matter for him is, do you have the money? If you have the money to spend, then who cares what it costs? Just you know, you just gonna have to buy it and pot. But he didn't want to do it. I mean, he oh, only until he's forced to do it, which is just dumb. It's bad business. And yeah, what happened to the Fuerzas Básicas? I mean, they, uh, I mean, Fierro looked like he was going to be pretty good. I don't know. I've, I've, I haven't really watched much of them to, to really give an opinion on them. But I mean, all those guys that were really young, Chaton, just all seem just they seem to have just. Um, I think the fame got to him. Plateaued. I don't know if it was much the fame as much as it was the pre- just the, the 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 pressure. I mean, they, you know, these are eighteen, nineteen year old kids, and they're they're. You know, they're told, like, to, I mean, I understand having, you know, playing one or two, but, like, five or six. That's what I was going to ask, too. Do you guys think there's there are too many of them being thrown in? Yeah. I think so. I think that they, they, they I mean, some are going to make it through, but you don't know what an 18 or 19-year-old kid is going to be like in two or three years. I mean, you don't know if he's peaked or, or it's just, it's such a crapshoot. I mean, those guys, I mean, there's a reason why. I mean, you have to be really special to to be playing at that age, and you know, obviously, those guys didn't have that. All right, uh, moving on here, uh, talk a little bit more about the final. Uh, do any of you guys think Pumas have a chance to win on Sunday? Honestly, no, because I think uh, I think Duca can. Uh... Duke can reverse the role and and he can play the cat cat and mouse game now, which you know sitting back, exactly. So, so he can sit he can sit back and and watch uh, 
pull myself destruct out, you know. And and that's the thing, and and that's why I was, uh, you know, wondering why Pumas was playing the way they were against America, even when they were up or when they were losing two nothing, because they're not they're not equipped they're not even equipped to do that, you know. Let let America make the mistake. I mean, there were so many times where Pumas uh, would make some stupid errant pass, and America would, you know, even with nine guys would jump all over it and, and have a serious chance at goal. I mean, Tigres is just going to tear him apart. I mean, I think it could get ugly, especially the way Pumas is playing. I mean, it would have been nice for them to get a, one of those cheap late goals at the end, but they couldn't even do that. So, yeah, I think they're going to have a really hard time making up to three goals, and I think it'll, by, the, uh, by the end of it, Tigres is going to be holding the trophy. Anybody do you think uh, they, they can make a game of it? Or do you think it's just going to be more of the same? I think it's gonna be more of the same. Yeah, I think it's more more the same. I think more of the same. I mean, it, just, it looks well, like Pumas are just out of gas. It looks like they're done. Yeah, it's gonna be a psychological blow too, because Tigres is already it's already well known that they're a more talented team, and now with this lead and embarrassment, pretty much. I mean, they're pretty much gonna be done. And if Tuca just sits back, he's gonna be merciful probably. Maybe score one goal, and that'll be it. I'd like to see Rob Schneider, like you know, when when they when you know Tigres wins, I'd like to him, you know, to to run around the Olympico. Uh, um, are any of you guys subscribed to his Twitter? Um, has he tweeted anything? Yeah, he he's tweeted. He's tweeted. There's a Today. video. Of him. So <laughs> what's the deal? His wife is a Rechia. Is that what? Is that what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a video of him coming out of the car with the fans yelling at him. He looked all dorky with his glasses. And there's another picture of him with the mic, uh, I guess, in the Falco up there. I, I think he said something like, you know how he does, like, you can do it. I think he said, Lo hacer, or, or something like that, like, uh, like the equivalent of, you can do it. Si se puede? I don't know. No, 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 no. Uh, yeah. That'd be hilarious. Well, good for him. I think it's awesome. Juan, we were just uh, chatting about Pumas's chances to come back, and none of us seem to think they even have any. Do you think they have a chance to come back? Is he there? I thought it was. His little picture popped up. Yeah, he's there, but he's still not with us. Fernando, you've been awfully quiet. It is, is the... Uh, <coughs> you have any... Testies. Go ahead. Take it away, Juan. Hey, oh, can you hear me now? Sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. I'm having, I was having technical difficulties. You know what, dude? Yeah, I think they're done. Give me one second, guys. Give me one second. Sorry. Fernando. Who's the one that was banging pans? Is that, was that coming from Fernando or, or Juan? It must have been Juan. Fernando, or do Pumas have a chance? Um... You know what? I think it's kind of too early to just be giving Tigres the trophy. Simarfax is kind of like disrespectful. So I think Puma still has a chance. And uh, there's still 90 minutes. You know, now Tigres has to go play in the altura de, de la Ciudad de Mexico over there. So we'll see how that goes. You know, it's gonna be, I think it's going to be an entirely different game. So I, I, I really have hopes that this final is going to be fantastic. And Pumas is probably going to take it. Who knows? You know, my heart loves what you're saying, but my head is looking at you and saying, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. But, <laughs> I, 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 my, my heart that says, this man is genius. 
You know what? It's because you don't want to jinx it. But I say you just you know get some whiskey and it will all make sense. <laughs> everything makes sense uh, with whiskey. Yeah, trust me. And everything is possible, but they're done. I don't. I don't think is Pumas built to to take the game to their opponents. No. <laughs> Man, Hula, this crime. Good lord, he's just bawling. Are you watching it again? With the, the Leon Krause interview, so is that what happened? Is he just crying like a baby? Yeah, it, it, it was one of the saddest things, I, I most pathetic things I've seen in a while. It's it's understandable. He's going to I'm, Chivas, man. I'm glad Juan's uh, on the line. You're a fan. What is that? What is that? Uh, what does that uh, make you feel? Oh, was well, a Gulit crying? Yeah. You know what, man? You know, he probably it's probably against his wishes, but. I think it's a it's a good move for Chivas. It's definitely, uh, you know, maybe he was too comfortable in uh, in Lyon and his his uh, level was uh, stagnating. And if it's true, what what I heard a rumor was that uh, Vergara promised him if he does well, he'll make it easy for him to leave. Uh, and he mentioned that that's one of his dreams to leave to Europe. So I think, I mean, you know, the guy if if the guy he's a Lyon player by heart, I I can understand. There's there's very few players now that they will that they will cry because they're yeah yeah they're loyal to the so I think I mean it's definitely you know you can feel for the guy but you know he, he's a professional most players now they're professional so maybe you know maybe he meets the group he meets the coach and he, he translates that that passion that you know onto the field we're kind of like all right I want to get out of here and I mean Chivas. You know, as long as he's not passing to the opponent, uh, uh, the opponent forwards, I think uh, we're good. Well, yeah, I wonder if there's any Chivas players who will cry when they leave Chivas. Has that ever happened? Yes, yes, Pern, it has. Oh yeah. Ramon Ramirez who? when he got sent oh. to America. <laughs> <laughs> and and America, America, um, they say he was Caballero Aguila. That didn't help. He still, he still wept every night. Hey, what's what's the, I mean? I I think personally, I think uh, Gulipeño is gonna make a good you know good fit over there at Chivas. You know, he's got that he's got that <laughs> mullet. He's got that mullet. You know, puro pinche naco. That is the dude. He's going to Chivas, not to Club America. I, I think Almeida approves of the mullet. So, if they get, you know, Chivas gets wiki, dude. It's called a uh, it's called Oaxaca waterfall. <laughs> I think it needs I think it needs soul glow on there. It's more Nevado. Uh, <laughs> that can be the new sponsor. Something the soul glow. <laughs> it's a it's a curl. It's a ghoulish curl. It's more Nopal Almeida or Ambris. <laughs> What's that? It's more Nopal Almeida or Nari Na Ambris. Oh, Ambris by far. He does oh, yeah. wrong. I just, just because he's from No Paliente, you know. <laughs> yeah, but who has the, the winning strategy? He's got that. Uh, uh, what is it, Valerie? Bur- is it that Bertinelli hair? He's too metro for Ronnie, though. <laughs> hey, but between them two, who has won the most uh, silverware in as a coach in Mexico? Almeida. Mm-hmm. What was the question? I tried to win the Copa Almeida. Unbelievably 
Prestigious. Prestigious Copa MX, where they had a parade. <laughs> you know, yes. you know, I, I think that the winning that cup kind of hurt the hurt the players because they pretty much they went on vacation yeah. after that that right. winning that cup. You know, never mind. That was so embarrassing. How's that possible we though? We win. How's it what, possible that they? Yeah. I, I, how do you check out? I mean, do they really? Because they gave a parade, man. Come on, I blame dude. the coach. I blame the coach. Because, I mean, by and large, most people kind of dismiss it, or at least half dismiss it, and the other half kind of think it's kind of sort of important. But you but just I, cannot afford to dismiss it. You know how long it's been? But I think, uh, yeah, but I mean, the, the organization, they really uh, they went all out by winning that tournament, right? They were doing parades. They were. I think Jolie has a trophy at his house right now, and he's he's got a shrine to it. Uh, you know, it's kind of touring the... I have a replica. It's like a Stanley Cup. <laughs> Get it from my cracker jar box. <laughs> no, but we were touching. So now, good. Now we have a couple of Chivas on. We were discussing uh, before you all came on. Or maybe you were listening. I'm not sure about. No, I just, I just came on. About what, uh, what happened to all those young players that they had like right after Chicharito? They had like two, I guess one or two years of some really talented players that were coming up. And they were, you know. 18, 19, 20 years old, and they just none of them seem to have stuck. Is that did, did, did they did they burn them out too early? Did they flame them out, or did they were those guys just not as good as people thought? I'll let Jolie uh, give his opinion on that one first. Yeah, some of them just didn't pan out. I remember uh, Marco Parra was one of the main promises, and uh, he was even invited to uh, Ajax. Uh, and uh, he ended up injuring his arm, and then he never, he never recovered. He just disappeared after that. But he was, he was one player, and uh, you had Jesus Navas, who got sent to uh, Chivas USA. Was, is that Ronnie laughing? Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> I want to ask you a question. I want to. All right, go. Is it about Chocomil? No, 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 and what did he say? I, remember that? You know, and, I remember that, but I remember the details. You don't remember the details? No. <laughs> I just thought that was hilarious. Is that the Chivas player idolized Guatemo Blanco, wanted to be like Guatemo Blanco, but Vergara went when then. This is like maybe like a year or two years after he bought the club, <laughs> and and uh, he says now he goes, you know, you don't need to be representing uh, or, 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 or imitate a, a player like like that. And then, like two, three weeks later, that's when the the compadres. What is it? Bravo, Medina, and who, who's the other one? Yeah, it was it was Tomar, Tomar yeah, Bravo yeah. and Beberto, Beberto Medina. Yeah. yeah, Beberto Medina. That's when they had that problem <laughs> that problem with the with the cops and stuff. Yeah, drunk driving. Drunk driving. <laughs> I remember that. That was awesome. <laughs> Sorry to bring that up. I just had to back back to me. Um, <laughs> yeah. So as you were saying, so players just didn't no, pan out. As I, as a, the, the yeah, I, I think it's, it goes by cycles. You, you see it like in PSV, even like Ajax. 
they'll have good cycles of players, good crops, and then just regular whatever players. You know, it's interesting you say that you because know, uh, Tom Marshall tweeted, uh, and I'll get right back to you, Juan, I just have a just real quick point. Tom Marshall tweeted today, right before the game, that the average age of Pumas was like right under 30, like 29 and a half. And so you're thinking, man, they're out of the starting 11, there are two guys that came through the youth system. Everyone else was bought and paid for. It just kind of made me sad because that's what, you know, for, that's why I'm a Pumas fan. That's, you know, for years it was the team where the really, really great players came out of. Yeah, it. Really well. And it just hasn't happened in 10 or 15 years. So yeah, they had. So is it they cyclical? They had a lot of good players. Is it a lot, some of it have to do with the um, organization of it, though? I, you know, I yeah, that's what I was going to comment on. That, uh, Go ahead, Juan. That, you know, ever since uh, Hans Westerhoff, uh, he left the uh, Chivas organization, they've, they haven't been really good at uh, polishing the youth players coming through the system. I mean, you, you've had years of uh, Jose Villar, uh, not Jose Villar, but my brain, brain fire. What's uh, Jose Luis? Huero uh, Real? Yeah, Huero Real pretty much running the, the academy as he saw fit, but, and I think... But, but Juan, they kept changing Real's... Uh... He kept changing his position within the club. Well, he would go from, from coach to to youth coach to supervisor. To wasn't he like a director deportivo at one point? And then they'll fire they'll fire him and rehire him. That but but that's the thing that uh I mean organizationally like at the top they're a disaster and they're got us to blame. I, you know what I, I want to add all the turnaround I think that's affected too like which changes. Changing, all, yeah, because I think you'll have you'll have a coaching group that comes in, and then they'll they'll signal out a group of players, and then uh that guy gets sacked, and then a new group comes in, and then it's like there's no continuity. And I think too, you know what? Uh, when when uh, it, you know a lot of it's a lot of factors, Jolie, and you mentioned one of those last time that uh, when Nestor he came out, he came back on board uh, last October was. Or yeah, it was around October, right? Anyways, he mentioned that, uh, well, you mentioned that he said uh, when he came on board that that the uh, the U20 league it wasn't preparing the players to oh. compete for a spot in the in the first team. No, it wasn't. And, you know what? It was before he came back. It okay. Was, so it was it was the the coach, the coaches that were that were the youth coaches, uh, because Angelica had she sold. Um, what was the team Chivas had? So they had Chivas uh, Coras, which was Chivas, uh, yeah. There you go. And they and before that they had a they had a, an affiliate in Tijuana. Chivas Tijuana. And, yeah, they had Chivas Tijuana. And a... <laughs> hey, that's Cholos now, dude. They invented the legacy of Cholos. No, there, well, there was Club Tijuana. Uh, or, that's there, the same team, dude. That is, uh, and then they had uh, Chivas Coras uh, that they also sold, and and it, you know. The thing is, is the organization kind of fell apart around the same time Hans Westerhoff. You know, you had a lot of these these uh, bad decisions long term. I agree with your. Uh, was that a text message coming through? Yeah, it was. It was me. All right. Yeah. It's Angelica. So it's probably a combination of both. It just guys haven't panned out. Bad mods. It's been bad management since. I think it's bad management. I think they, they they get a lot of talent in. They're just they're not 
is there's a transition there that's not happening. And I, for me, I think Real definitely he's a negative factor in it. Uh, for Jolie, he thinks that it's the organization. Would you guys be okay with uh, Chivas scouting in the U.S. for Mex- U.S. Mexican warrant? Well, they, they already do. Yeah, they already yeah. do. They actually. They do. Uh, you guys might be surprised by this, uh, but you know, on the on the Chivas forum, we've talked about this for a few years, where they're actually uh, some of their youth players they get they get called up by the U.S. national team, the the, the under under ages, and uh, eventually, once the word kind of starts getting out, uh, Chivas forces these players to turn down the call-ups. Rooney, no. you're wait. I didn't mean to interrupt. Rooney, your bait is pretty weak, dude. What's that? Your bait. You're, you're trying to bait. It's pretty weak. No, I'm just saying. So what, no, but, saying but see, I, I know you remember a few uh. years back when when uh, when Andrea and uh, what's that dude's name? Uh, Luis. They yeah. Tried, they thought they had the breakout story. Yeah, yeah. With the one player that he was born in the U.S. Oh, was and, it? Uh, was that a dude, no a one cares. Huh? Wasn't that when the Bundis wanted to join Chivas? I remember no, a big scandal no, that about before. that. that was like 20 that. years no. ago. No, I wasn't that long. Uh, like somebody, they would call them a gringo. Wasn't that like the kid's nickname? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Gonzalez? Gringo, well, they had gringo Padilla, yeah. Now, 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 Hall, do you think? Do you think? Uh, I mean, they're, they're scouting. They're scouting in the U.S., but do you think they should be scouting in Costa Chica? <laughs> I, I'm not familiar with that region, Ronnie. Yeah, they should. <laughs> they should, man. They're, uh, it's African. Uh, they got a lot of African. It's just Hall. Hall said that you know that one of the things that you know Mexico lacks is you know good African players. So I'm just thinking. Or oh, maybe we next, you know, maybe you know, Chivas needs to be going to Costa Chica. Chivas does need to diversify. They, they had like one black player ten years ago. Well, what is what is his name? Willie Peña is he black? Name? No, he just has a Jerry curl. <laughs> well, anyways, I, I don't know why we're having this Chivas talk anyway because you know they seem to be in a good path in the first place. They already want some silverware. You know, they just the recent change in management seems to be doing things the right way. So it's just a matter of time before they're, you know, they pick it up. You know, it's it's pern pern. Uh, you can rent Chivas for for your kid's birthday party. Hey, wait a minute. Hey, hey, hey. Remember, <laughs> now they're the Archie Super Chivas, right? You know, I, I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to 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 bring that up last week. You guys are being mean. Um, <laughs> you took your ball? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Come on, dude. But I. Don't no, worry, man. We're rolling deep, dude. We'll bring out the shanks. You know, there, there's there's like a, a parallel to to when uh, La Promotora, which was Martinez Garza, had the team, and and it, you know Chivas was being run by La Promotora, and it's very similar to right now where Chivas is run by Grupo Omni Life Chivas. And then the the other similarity is all the players being brought in were owned by La Promotora. Uh, I'm pretty sure that right now the players coming well, in well, then the, are, the are owned by uh, Iguera, huh? Well, the answer is obvious. Have you seen Major League? Major League? The movie what, Major League where wild the, the, the team bands together. Yeah. <laughs> and, they, and they take off one stitch of clothing off the off the new owner <laughs> in the locker room. They need to do with Angelica. It's like how many points do we need for promotion? 
All right, and then chop it up and start taking you know piece by piece. I think they'll be counterproductive though. They don't they don't want to see her naked. I think she has major bush. <laughs> you know, hey, you know what? Wasn't there a rumor that some of the players had already seen her naked? What? what? Pato Araujo, one of them. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I didn't keep up with that. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't know they were reporting to her, but I don't. I don't uh, know uh, that was kind of one of the rumors, dude. One of the insinuations. No, but but you know, like just finishing off. Finishing off, I th I think if Higuera ever leaves or he falls, you know, he, because, you know, knowing Vergara, he, he ultimately is going to sever the ties with that guy. So I, I think he has control over some of the players coming in. So they'll probably just, maybe in a year or two, they'll be out. They'll be at Coras, dude. They'll be <laughs> the Coro Querétaro, dude. That's, that's yeah, the link. Querétaro seems to be <clears throat> Guadalajara's... Uh, well, like what America has with Veracruz. It's like the one real friendly team where they can just, you know, swap guys. Or but I have a question. Why don't well, question for another time. Something. Oh, you were absolutely right, by the way, about the uh, the gift penalty. So, I see. I. I... <laughs> hey, you know, you that know. Was, what? You needed payback for that Confederations Cup. It's... And it was, uh, I guess, I guess all the more poetic that it was uh, Javier Cortez that was at the end of that too. Oh, I found that interesting. Very I soft, it. very soft penalty. Yeah. <laughs> it was softer than what, Ronnie? Uh, oh boy, the, no, thought <laughs> Charmin. El Charmin? No, I think. I think oh, what, dude, what, what did I say it was? It was you know what? I'm watching a replay of that penalty, dude. This guy. <laughs> wow, man. I can't say it. <laughs> Pern, Pern should know. You know what's funny Actually, about that? Actually, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> hey, can, can I just add one more thing about Chivas? Because uh, uh, I know Jolie... The you know, equipo no sirve, güey. Yeah. Let's talk about Querétaro being torn apart piece by piece. No, no, no. Look. I, I think you can't criticize the moves. I mean, you can say, hey, you know, oh, behind the curtain, you've got the Wizard of Oz. No, but... I'm not criticizing the moves. My issue with Chivas is why don't they do this all the time, not just when they're absolutely desperate and... Because they're cheap. They're, no, they're, their philosophy is to be a feeder know. club, man. But well, my thing is the club doesn't even have money. Have pay a premium. Hey, the 12 players expensive, you know. But my issue is, is so that knowing that you have to pay a premium, knowing you have to pay a premium, you can't be cheap. Yeah. Hey, Beto, I got a question for you. Yeah. Uh, do you have the soundbite of the little kid? Do vale padada. You know, like you know, talking about Pumas. That's how Jolie, uh, Jolie sounded like just a minute ago, right? I, I know. Do you, do you have Do you have the soundbite of that kid? I'm not connected to it, so I don't have it right now. Okay. Make sure you have it for next time. Don't keep on the same way. Oh man. Hey, what happened to the other uh, Chivas super fan, uh, Chris? Yeah, where is Christian? It's late, man. It's like two, one o'clock at night. I, over there. He jumped off. No, he jumped off the bandwagon after. After he, it was two he, zero, he's like, all right, I'm done. He, yeah, when when Almeida was winning, he he was 
she was in his agenda, and then once the team started losing, he, I think he went on the Pumas train, huh? Yeah, that's what I was to say. He just adopted the um, Pumas. He says, yeah, right? Hey, so I got a question on the, on this Chivas thing. I think we might jumper. About. <laughs> do you, do you guys ever see Chivas uh, doing away with that Mexicans only rule? No. Okay. Yeah, no, that's that's the grounded identity. Yeah, I, yeah, I think. or something. Here we go, Jordi. That looks like that kid. Uh, I know Juan was posting that that one kid that wanted to get his Chivas shirt signed. Did he started to cry? Yeah, dude, he waited all day. No, he's he's in the stands. He's by the I tunnel. A new Americanista was born. Oh yeah, I remember that. I remember that one. He yeah. kept throwing his shirt to the ground. It reminds me of uh, years ago after Texas beat Oklahoma. They showed this like five-year-old kid in the stand, just, just the tears were just. It was like a you know the waterworks were completely open, like like the dam had broken. It just just crying. It was just hilarious. Like did Texas has a soccer team? No, this was football. Oh. Hey, so have you guys ever cried, and uh, from your team losing? You know, I cried in 1998 when Mexico lost to Germany. That's I wanted to. And then that son of a Fernando Fiore, when they they got back from commercial, was yelling, "No llore, no llore!" I was like, "Yeah, excuse me." <laughs> <laughs> I almost shed a tear in the in '06 when uh, La Volpe lost to Argentina. Same here. Yeah. And also, also Copa America. That one, that one got me pretty down. Losing to them in that one against uh, um, when they were doing well. Oh man, I didn't cry, but the the dos acero dude, that one. Chaparilla. That, that was a horrible night. I remember being at a party. Um, at a house party and, and people were just partying it up and then just it was surreal. I wasn't even that into the sport then, but just seeing how all the supposed uh, U.S. fans were just uh, rubbing our faces in it. Just at that point, I knew that I needed uh, to to hop on board. By by U.S. fans, you mean in the forum in big soccer? No, no, no. These were guys just like random dudes who were there at the same party who were just like go back to Mexico type of uh, um, S-talking. Then then parties with sentries. So it was one of the... Yeah, I just remember just feeling really, really, really bitter. And I found it, I guess, like 
you know, I guess until you watch until you you watch a, a competition or watch a game, I never knew how. I never really watched U.S. Mexico before that, so I didn't really know how how I would who I would actually root for, but it was just, like, so obvious. I remember watching it, and I'm just, like, literally just thinking, I hate this team so much, I want them to just die. And and I wanted to shoot everybody there that was there at the party. Just <laughs> I just oh, remember, I was, I was like, man, I'm like, I'm like, I'm just so bitter right now, and these guys are just so smug, I can't stand it. Hey, dude, and the party was in Eastville's, right? So that was... It was, in, it was in Downey, Downey, so... Um, oh, yeah. That's where, in case you guys don't know, that's where Mexicans move to once they've uh, quote unquote make it out of the hood. No, they, it's like Oak Hill. they aspire to move to Downey. Out here, it's Oak Hill. Okay, so so Ronnie doesn't cry, right? That's 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 not for machos. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think, but it's just I think I just have too much testosterone. <laughs> Doesn't happen. It doesn't, it doesn't happen. You start breaking those testosterone pills. You start breaking stuff. <laughs> no, I, no, I'm. I mean, I, I get pissed more than anything. Like, he doesn't cry. He he develops ulcer. No, no, like I like pissed where like I I, I fucking like I, for, I'll take for example I was a uh, couple years you know a couple seasons back when America got eliminated by Toluca. I was fucking. I was eating some fruit, and I was watching the game, and we were and like, like for example, like like Lyon scores, and then like I'm thinking that we're gonna get it, and after the game, I'm so pissed that uh, with the knife that I was using to, uh, to you know, to uh, peel my my pears and my apples, I just started stabbing the goddamn wall. <laughs> I was so fucking pissed. <laughs> I was pissed, dude. I get pissed. I to, I'm not gonna lie. I I only do. I get mad. So that's that's why you like it when your when your team's losing and your guys go after the other team. You're like, yes. Well, that I'm not gonna lie. I told you, dude. I I I like the violence in it. I, you know, the you know like the, the like the Sao, You know, like when you know when America got you know that you know the round of fifty with Sao Caetano. I was like, get them motherfucker, get them. <laughs> you know, I don't apologize for that, dude. I get I just get pissed. Dude. I, I turn into another person. What about Marquez hitting Kobe Jones? <laughs> uh, well, you knew exactly it, it, what they were doing when they put Kobe Jones in. They knew that they were going to get a, they were going to elicit a reaction, and it wasn't going to be a good one. But it was obviously great for them. Yeah, that was uh, that was just a all around ass whipping and just a complete. My I don't even think it was that much of an ass whooping, dude. Because there was a play, there was a, there was a handball, clear as day. John O'Brien. Exactly. Yeah, and, then, oh, and that pissed me off. And that and that and that really. Germany you know, got that, There was a handball uh, in the Germany game, also. Yeah, I remember also. that. So yeah, karma, so, so, karma came back to him. Yep. So what are we gonna get? What are we gonna get from the other What's that? Are we are we gonna get ever like a, a decent break on these calls and not not at the Gold Cup though? No, I th- I think we're just more. Cons- I mean, yeah, we got a pretty uh, good one against France. Well, think think about it. I mean, okay, the U.S. They, they the U.S. went to the quarterfinals, but then what did it do the next year? Three now. 
I'd rather be consistent. Well, the only reason the U.S. even made the round of 16 was because Portugal couldn't even couldn't score a goal against Korea, and then the Koreans got one at the end. Oh, yeah. Because they were getting their ass beat by Poland. Mm. I mean, and, and any time the U.S. backs into a, to a tournament lookout, because that seems like that's the only time that they ever seem to do well. Anyway, let's not talk about that. We don't want to talk about that. Sorry to bring that up. My apologies. No, sorry. I was actually with Hoel that brought it up, so we're going to point fingers in the point. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Does anyone else have any um, topics? We've, we've already covered America. We've already covered Chivas. Covered the final. Well, I think what we should talk about is how many players is Querétaro going to lose? Is... Um, uh, I'm sorry. I was just gonna say real quick. Where uh, is America already in Japan? Yeah. Yeah. They've been there since uh, I guess yesterday. Yeah, they've been. They happy time over there. Yeah, they're, they're putting pictures out there. Happy training. Time, huh? You know, I yep. understand that they play this tournament in Japan, and I get that. It's the Toyota Cup. That's where it started. That's that's cool. Every other year in Japan, I think. But but Mexico should host this tournament, and it should play in in Monterey or Guadalajara. I think that's a great idea. I don't know. Why. Is there even a bidding process though for for to get that? Morocco no. hosted it. The uh, Emirates have hosted it. How did Morocco Morocco get hosted? Greasing pockets. Yeah, exactly. But you know, like you know how business gets done around the world. Right? Apparently, everywhere except here. You know, I never thought about it, but that's a really good idea. Yeah. I mean, because if a Mexican team wins the cup, you know, it it, it does bring some prestige. You, you at least have those bragging rights. Well, it means that you beat two really good teams because you're going to have to beat the European and South America. Especially if, like, a team like Barcelona comes winning, you know, all the cups and this is the last one, and, you know, Mexico, a Mexican team wins, it makes it even more meaningful. Well, yeah, and you're going to get a team like Barcelona because you're going to get the European champion. So it's you know it's not going to be, you know, FC Bruges coming. It's going to get Barcelona, Bayern Munich, Liverpool, you know, yada 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 down the line. It's going to be a top top team, and in most ch chances or cases. Do you guys think that sometimes maybe the, the these Mexican teams maybe they go in there a little, maybe looking forward. I think the big past. issue that I've noticed is the teams that go are just in such a terrible slump that they just they're not playing well, and they play a team that's amped up, and they just can't they they can't break out of their slump. Because I keep seeing those teams, and I don't think I don't know. I mean, obviously, I haven't seen any, I haven't watched any of those teams that much to really give, I guess, a a, a real opinion on it. But I mean. Outside of the South American and, and, and European teams, I don't see how the, the Mexican teams, uh, I, I would figure they'd be better. Well, like I said, I mean, it just seems like, like when Pachuca went, I mean, they were, you know, they, they did show up to the, in the Club World Cup after placing 15th in the tournament of just, just playing terrible. I mean, it's, it's very rare that there's been a team that's been actually playing well. Uh, America was one. They made it to the semifinal. They played Barcelona and got, Let's just say they got beat. But it's it's also the setup. It's it's set up to favor the, the stronger teams. Of so course. some of the smaller clubs have to go there, and then they'll they'll play like two or three games before they play. Yeah, but Mexico only has they'll to be more tired. 
and then and then the time difference. Exactly. The, there's the jet lag, and and obviously the South American champion and the European champion have more, more yeah, time their, to rest. Their first game's not till Sunday, so jet lag shouldn't be an issue. They'll, they'll have been there for six or seven days. Well, I'm saying like in the in the past, so like and like you said, America's going in there pretty strong. Yeah, America's exactly. going to play one game. America's going to play one game, and then the other team will play one game, and then they'll play Barcelona, who's only played, will play their you know first game as well. So America will have two, Barcelona just one. Yeah, so the South American champ and the European champ have a bye to the semifinals. Yeah. So there's a first-round game between the, uh, I guess, the, the, the winner of the Japanese league. And see, that's another reason why Mexico should get this, because then they'd have two entrants. That have the CONCACAF entrant and then the, the, the last winner of the league entrant. So they were two, two teams playing in it. You need a team like Tigres, though. I think that. Well, I think that that's why Tigres. Garner attention. Because uh, they're in the, in the champions, in the CONCACAF champions. And with this team, I mean, honestly, I mean, who's going to beat this team in the CONCACAF champions? Nobody. Well, maybe America. Geo's Galaxy. <laughs> well, Tigres, what? <laughs> yeah, that's my Santos first win. Or or Velas Velas uh, Rapids. That would be a great final of Tigres America and the Puerto champions. Well, t- uh, River Plate would smack Tigres around again, probably, if they're. <laughs> would or wouldn't? They would. Oh, I don't think so. But they River Plate's weak now. They could beat River Plate now. Yeah. Oh, really? They, they just sold work. like all their best players. Uh. Now will be the time to beat them. Wow, they did that ahead of the Club World Cup. That's interesting. Too bad they don't. Uh, too bad America doesn't match up with them instead of Barcelona. Yeah, and that's and that's the other thing. Any time uh, a Mexican team wins the first round, they always get matched up with the European instead of South America because they have a chance against South American. Against the European team, they have less of a chance. I won't say that they don't have a chance at all. But Unless you're Pumas and you can beat Real Madrid. Well, <laughs> not everybody. Well, yeah, in a preseason tournament. You, you mean uh, Necaxa, right? Oh, yeah. Puma, uh... Did Necaxa do that also? Yeah, Manchester. Uh, no, they beat Real Madrid. Under yeah, Raul Arias. They're the best Mexican team to... They did the best... Uh... They did third place. Yeah, because it was in Brazil. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. Well, it's getting late over in this part of the world, so I think we can go ahead and wrap it up. You're in Japan too, John? Uh, I am in West Austin, but it's uh, the hour is getting late here. So oh, do you guys? Uh, do you and uh, and Chiki's hang out? Are you guys both in the same city? Chiki's lives in a different part of town than I do. He lives in the in a Mormon compound. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we, went, we went to eat tacos one day with uh, Pars. You know Pars? Chiquis and John hang out at rest stops. <laughs> <laughs> and there's plenty of those. And I think... need to take it reminds me of the movie, uh, we must, no, not movies, uh, something, something about me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, we, we had one meetup with Pars in, uh, in Taqueria. Hey, I was just going to the uh, Yeah, we went and had tacos al pastor here. They're, uh, 
You know, that was uh, when I first moved to the States back in the 80s. There was the Mexican food around here. It was just awful. It was just Tex-Mex. You, know, you might find a Mexican food place here and there, but now it, it's everywhere. It's fantastic. It's much, much easier to find. In fact, they just had an article in the Texas Monthly, 100, 100 Best Taco Restaurants in Texas. So now I have a, a reference guide to try oh. some of these places out. You had tacos with chickens? We've had tacos, yeah. Yeah, and pars. Tacos de cabeza y lengua? No, we had tacos al pastor. Well, I did, tacos al pastor. But they have that there. <laughs> yeah, pars was there, too. From BSMX. BMX. The I, moderator? I yeah, the moderator. Over at El Pastor. On the east side. Everything here is on, on the east side. There's this other place, man. They got some good pun on the uh, on William Cannon on the west side, just on the high, off the highway. Oh yeah, yeah, that's I that Gold's Gym. Yeah. And then tomorrow, uh, there's a little gas station up the street that has the best damn breakfast tacos. Oh my god, they're so good. I get some Did y'all do the breakfast taco thing out in California? No, I never even heard of such a thing. Are you kidding me? Nope. Taco, nope. taco Bell's doing them. No, they they do breakfast. They do do breakfast now. You guys don't do breakfast tacos? That just McDonald's do breakfast burrito. <laughs> so what goes in a in a in a, in a taco? Just what eggs and yeah, eggs, cheese, chorizo, beans, whatever. You, you know what, John? You'll see that like in lunch trucks. Yeah. But but a lot of places here they don't sell. You can make and I'm in San Diego, John. Um, the 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 Mexican food is it's just it's in here, dude. You gotta think of the you gotta think of the immigrants that went to California, the immigrants that went to Texas. You know, we're Norteños. You know, the ones that went to from Texas are the you know the breakfast tacos. They're more nopalienses, so <laughs> so so more more uh, you know corn and stuff. You know, we were more flour. Yeah, they they cater more to a different palate here. There's yeah. more fish tacos. Not yeah. even that. Well, I mean, the, the fish tacos kind of, but it's still, I mean, the, it's, yeah, it's not real Mexican food. I know it pisses a lot of people off to say it, but I don't find it to be real Mexican food. A- anybody who really wants real Mexican food just goes to TJ. Right. What? It's a BJ? <laughs> BJ. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's on your mind, man? <laughs> He heard about he he just heard buying the taco and then he's like, all right. Well, then there is money to be made in California. The fact that you guys don't have breakfast tacos just blows my mind. You know, I was at the Rose, the first Rose Bowl we went to. We played Michigan, Texas did, and we went the day before, or I guess it was New Year's Day, so it was the morning. They had like this gigantic food truck thing, and they had sausage, uh, like kielbasa. And in Texas, we eat that in a tortilla, it's a sausage wrap. You know, we don't put it in a hot dog bun. And all they had was hot dog buns, and all these Texans are so upset. Like, what the hell do you mean you don't have a tortilla? It's like, this is California. And they're like, that's not how we eat. It's like, well, you guys need to know your market because, you know, we Texans eat it with tortillas. Does that make us weird? Uh, it, I think it makes you Texan. Well, Tex-Mex, sorry, man. You're basically in line with uh, Selena right there. So the one thing uh, that I guess San Diego that added to the uh, culinary world is the California burrito. 
What is that? Oh, is that it's a San Diego a, thing? Oh, that's a San Diego thing. I don't. Um, is it yeah. that big ass burrito? It, no, it's just a burrito with, I guess, your choice of meat, um, with fries. Ooh. They do wet burritos over here. See, the burritos ahogados. Yeah, pretty much. I need to try one of them tortas. I haven't tried one of those before. See, well, tex- Texas, Texas has has helped has helped the Mexican food in the United States with fajitas, with you know, with a lot of stuff. It's turned it turned into gringo food, man. That's actually that's 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 man. But keep in mind, keep in mind, I would use the word and help. Yeah, it's been making it No, no. When you think about it, that, that, when you think about that salsa, it, uh, basically, is more popular than ketchup in the United States. It's because of Tex Mex. Because no, because of Tex Mex. Gringos like that cheap sauce that doesn't no pica nada. Oh, you're making that correlation. It's true. It is. So what? Only Texans use salsa? No, but the, no. There's just it, you know we you know with Tex-Mex food and stuff like that we've we've given it to you guys. In the rest of the country, Tex-Mex is. What I'm sorry, I, you're you're forgetting uh, where where I'm originally from. We growing up in LA, we had real Mexican food. No, we understand. Oh, we have it. We, we have that too. Is, we have that we're too. Saying outside of Texas and California, the rest of the the other, you know, the states that aren't on the border think that Mexican food is is. Oh, I got you. I got you. And it took me a long time to come to terms with Tex-Mex because I I would I refused to eat it for like ten years. I just would not touch it. I still don't eat it. It wouldn't even go to freaking Taco Bell. But now I don't knowing know. that because I have the option of eating real Mexican food, I'm totally fine with Tex-Mex. I will put chili meat on my bean enchilada, where the hell it is, or you know, eat yellow cheese. I will do it. <coughs> But I, I think I'm gonna have to go on a Taco Bell run. <laughs> no way, dude. Anyway, I mean, just All before, right. before you know, before before you know, like for example, you know, you guys are familiar with skirt steak. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, before skirt steak, before Tex-Mex for the fajitas, skirt steak used to be used to get sold to uh, to Japan because it was just like not wanted. Well, that's what we made the fajitas with. And obviously fajitas are really popular now. Now you're basically paying a shitload of, for the meat for something that – it's kind of like you know what sushi, like sushi, like the type of fish that was used for sushi just was was worthless. Now it's worth a shitload. So Texas um, made, the, made the meat more affordable thanks no, to the No, no, I'm just, I'm, just saying, it's just, I'm just saying that it's, it's, it, it helped more. They're saying they brought it to a wider audience. Yeah, yay. Like I have, I have something relevant for this. For uh, now that you bring this up. Puro Texas, man. Puro Texas. You guys listening yeah. to this, man? I'm like waiting for Joel or, or Juan to say something, man. Regarding hey. Regarding their claims of of uh, enriching our culinary world. <clears throat> Not yours, more like the. No, we're just talking about the rest of the country, not California. I, I, <laughs> I, I know. I'm still. I'm just uh, wondering. Can you guys hear that or no? We had, what role we had in, in the whole thing? Well, we got armadillo boots. I think that pretty we had, much. We, we did bacon wrap hot dogs. Oh, the, you know that's. Oh, good. dude. I miss those so much, dude. I miss awesome. the ladies after the club. Man, you could wrap a dog turd in bacon. In oh. 
<laughs> those ladies, man, those ladies were everywhere after, after like outside of every bar, man, just waiting for you, three bucks. The gordiwapas. Uh, well, they would, they would, they would, uh, they would usually show up there too, man. You know, you can get those on uh, Sunday mornings now too, out here in Long Beach. Got a couple guys at the local soccer fields. There's a there's a lunch, there's a, a food truck that goes to our job that sells a they call it a TJ dog. This way, I think that's it. Mute that dude. That's awesome. That's awesome. Put it on loop. I muted him. Who was it? Who, who was it? John or uh, Jolie? It was no, that's not me. That was Pern. That's uh, it. We not work under the these conditions. Muted <laughs> 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 him. That was harsh. I mean, right, the sound well, effects. I got to get going, so I'm gonna. Jump off if y'all want to continue. Go ahead. But no, I'm good. I'm, I'm still yeah, muted, I'm good man. too. Oh, <laughs> good talk, guys. All right, later, dudes. <laughs>